This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1265, IELTS Accent Tips with Michael from Level Up English Podcast. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with the IELTS whiz Aubrey Carter and today's featured guest. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. You're guaranteed to hear many different accents in English on IELTS Listening. Today's guest shares tips that will help you be familiar with different accents in English so you're ready on test day. Hello, guys. Welcome to IELTS Energy. We have something extremely exciting for you today. Michael with Level Up English Podcast is here. Hello, Michael. How are you? Hello. I'm very good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yes, this is going to be awesome. We have some great advice for all of you for preparing to hear accents on the IELTS exam. That's what we're going to dive into. You may have noticed Michael's accent is a little bit different than mine in English. And you know, we've talked about this on the podcast a lot that you will hear lots of different accents in English on the IELTS exam on the listening audio. You might have someone speaking in a British accent to an American and an Australian. You just never know, but you definitely will hear multiple accents. So this is going to be great to get into. But first, Michael, let us know a little introduction about yourself and your podcast. What's it all about? Sure. Yeah. So my name is Michael Lavers. I host the Level Up English podcast. It has changed over the years. It's kind of grown and evolved over time. But these days, we mostly just practice, well, I practice talking about different topics. Once a month, I have a guest on. Um, may not always be British, like me, from anywhere in the world. And we discuss many different topics. We do talk a lot about language learning and English, but also some random topics too. Um, like awesome. I think a couple of weeks ago, we had one about you know, making money and stuff like that. So hopefully okay. it's a fun time. Okay, so definitely a great resource for anyone studying for IELTS, not only just to improve your overall English, to listen to a podcast in English, but I'm sure you're going to learn. Do you break down, you know, vocabulary, idioms, do a lot of that that our students would need, would want to be focusing on? Mm, I, I try to, as much mm. as I can, explain the difficult words. Mm -hmm. And um, I usually have like a list of words in my podcast plan, nice. which I'm going to say, okay, somehow I will incorporate these into the podcast Perfect. and explain them. So I, I try to do that as much as I can. Okay, awesome. So definitely, you guys, if you are not already following Michael's podcast, Level Up English, be sure to for a great, you know, IELTS preparation, but also just to improve your overall English and for a fun podcast. So now let's dive in with this advice. I know you guys, some of you do spend the time you need to to familiarize yourself with lots of different accents, but some of you might not have thought about this yet. So I'm excited to have a few tips and some resources that Michael's going to share to make sure that that on test day, you're prepared to understand any accent in English you hear. So Michael, let's dive in. What is the first um, tip that you would share with our listeners? The first one is to differentiate between American and British English. I think those are the two that people see a lot of differences in. And do that by finding the, the big things that are different. So for me, 
it's the D sound, mm-hmm. the T sound, and the R sound. Mm-hmm. I think these are the three biggest ones that a lot of people have trouble with. Would you agree with that? Or would you, am I missing one? Yes. Maybe? No, I think so. I think those are the biggest ones that I notice, right? When I'm watching TV or listening to a podcast that has British accents. Yeah. I would say those are the three biggest for sure. And then slang, right? We talk a lot about slang too, that that's what really will throw me off. But luckily, at least in the listening audio for IELTS, there won't be as much British slang that might throw you off. It's more about, yeah, those phonemes you're talking about that are going to be different. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can help me on this one. But for example, the T, let's say T, in let's say standard British English, mm-hmm. it's often pronounced quite strongly. Um, if it helps remember, we like our letter T's like we like our drink T, like strong okay. T. I don't know if that. Oh, I like that phrase. That well, <laughs> like the letter T, like we like our T. <laughs> it's, it's a bit hard to word it. Yeah, but if yeah, you guys so, are watching on YouTube, you can see Michael lift his his mug of tea there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so British. But yeah, so I would say British, British okay. with a strong T. Mm-hmm. And would you say it differently from me? So this is interesting, right? That glottal stop in a lot of words where I grew up in the you know Pacific Northwest, we wouldn't say it like I say mountain and I don't say the T at all. Right. Um, but a lot of places in the United States on, on the East Coast more, that T will be a little more pronounced. But I have noticed that with British and I do soften it for sure. British, it sounds like a D when I say British. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas for you, it's a stronger T. Yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there are many different accents in both yes. our countries, but. And it depends on the letters that surround the, the letter mm-hmm. as well. That'll change sometimes. Yeah. The one I hear a lot is butter and butter. Mm-hmm. Yes, I say butter. It sounds like a D. (laughs) Yes, that's a really good point, right? These letters are going to sound different. And yeah, it depends on where you are in the United States, but in British, except for London, sometimes the T is different, right? I feel like Adele doesn't always pronounce all her T's. (laughs) Is that right? So you're talking about a glottal stop? Yes. Yeah, I I think it's very common here. That was going to be kind of my next advice. Okay, let's lead right into that. Yes. Maybe like you know, advice 1.5, nice. <laughs> which is British people do like to use the glottal stop, which is rather than saying, you know, bottle of water, yeah, bo- bottle of water. Mm-hmm. And it's very yeah. hard for learners. Um, but my advice here was kind of quite positive in that you don't really need to learn it. I, I think it's nice when you get to an advanced level to practice that, but it's not essential. And mm-hmm. I don't know how common that would be in the IELTS exam as well. Yeah, that's a good point, right? It's going to be general standard British English. So that's a good point that you don't have to be familiar with every one of the um, accents in England that are sometimes more difficult to understand. That standard British English, if you are, you know, paying attention to the differences in the sounds, exposing yourself to some of it, then yes, you're going to be able to understand. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it's much more common at the end of words, such as uh, but. Mm. I think it can sound weird if I say, but I disagree. It's probably more common to say, but I disagree without that strong T. Yes, right. Exactly. When it's we're um, linking with other words, then those sounds are going to change. Exactly. Mm. All right. So what is uh, we've got one and 1.5. What is your <laughs> second tip? <laughs> Maybe that was two. I don't know. Um, <laughs> 
my other one is one I always talk about, and this might be a bit unexpected, but this is don't worry about your accent when speaking. Um, I would love to hear your opinion if you disagree, but I find a lot of learners try to focus too much on accent. And it's almost like they're trying to be someone they're not. It's like they're trying to take on a new voice. So my advice generally is to focus on pronunciation and not try to sound British. Just try to pronounce the words correctly as you know them to be. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. And okay. we're moving from IELTS listening into speaking, but I love that because yes, you need to be familiar with lots of different accents on IELTS listening, but you also might be overly concerned with your own accent on IELTS speaking. And I agree, Michael, I think that that can really hinder your performance if you're concerned about it or feeling like you have to hide your accent. As long as your pronunciation is clear and the examiner can understand you, Michael is exactly right. You can have an accent. Your accent is beautiful. I love that the business world and the world in general is moving more toward, you know, accepting accents and celebrating accents rather than anyone feeling like they have to standardize the way they speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. You see it a lot on the news and things like that. Now, in the past, it was just like this kind of received pronunciation, British English on TV, on the news. But now it's like different regions and, and accents around the country. So it's much more accepted to have different accents these days. I love that. And you're exactly right for everybody out there listening, preparing for the IELTS exam on test day. When you go to take that speaking exam, don't stress about your accent, right? Anything that's adding to your anxiety is going to be problematic. This is one thing you definitely don't want to have to worry about. The examiner is going to love your accent. They are going to find it beautiful. And all that's going to matter is that they understand this amazing vocabulary that you're using, right? That when the pronunciation isn't clear and the examiner can't understand which word words you're using, they cannot give you those higher scores. So that's when it's really devastating that you've spent all this time practicing. And then if your pronunciation isn't clear, that that could be a problem. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean your accent has to be British or American. Definitely not. You can have your accent from your language as long as your pronunciation is clear. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move into maybe a third tip here or some resources you could recommend that our, our listeners could use to familiarize themselves with lots of accents. I guess I could quickly mention, because I realize we forgot, is the R sound, mm. um, that difference there. So I would probably say, let's say the word C-A-R, mm. I would say car. So it yes. sounds a bit like K. A A A, just like a long vowel sound, car. Um, how, how, how would that be different for you? Yes, the R is much harder when I say that word, right? I'm going to say car with that R at the end, <laughs> like a pirate. <laughs> yep, yep. So I, I think that's one of a good distinction, isn't it? To again, not, not saying one is better than the other, but just to be aware of those differences for when you do listen in the exam um, and try to try to see that, right? Absolutely. You're right, because the listening audio that you will hear very likely will have British accents and those R's will be softer, especially at the ends of words. And if you're not aware of that, you could think you're hearing a totally different word than you are. So that's a very important one to be aware of. You're right. I'm curious, what do you think of um, what is your favorite accent? Would you say, do you have favorites? 
I love the New Zealand accent. I'm obsessed with it. Mm, like I, I like that. I, it's so good. I love, um, you know, Flight of the Concords and what we do in the shadows. I could listen to it all day. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something so charming about it. I mean, I, I love all accents. I've never heard an accent I dislike. Same. I think my favorite. I mean, I can narrow it down to native English accent. That that makes it easier. My favorite native English accent would be South African. Oh yes, that one is also beautiful. You're I, right I because they're every accent for anyone who's also not native speaking, that would even be harder. I'd have to really think about that because there are mm-hmm. so many beautiful accents when someone whose first language is not English is speaking. Right. I'm hoping we're we're getting across this point to you guys. We shared a lot on IELTS Energy that you know I've had a lot of students ask me, "What can I do to get rid of my accent? How can I get rid of my accent?" And I always first help them rephrase that to how can I speak more clearly? Because I don't want you to get rid of your accent. Your accent is beautiful. I love that you shared that today, Michael, so we can really help listeners see, yeah, don't get rid of your accent. It makes you unique. It makes your language beautiful. And really, it's all about speaking clearly. Mm -hmm. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is maybe like my accent isn't totally British. Like, say, if I spent some time in America, I might have some things from America that I picked up or you, you kind of adapt different things. And your accent is uh, it's almost like a sign of where you've been and where you've traveled to, where you've lived before. So I don't think one accent is so stuck. It's not so rigid, is it? Absolutely. No, I agree. All right, let's end off with just a couple of recommendations, maybe a podcast or a TV show, possibly something our listeners might not know about yet that would be a great resource for listening to another accent besides American. I I knew this was coming, so I was thinking about it. And it's really difficult for me because despite being British, most of my media consumption is American. (laughs) Mm. One podcast that I love, though, that is British is called Feel Better, Live More. Okay. And I'm excited because I haven't heard about this yet. Okay. Okay. I think it's a really good one because he speaks so uh, clearly, eloquently. It's so easy to understand. It's quite slow as well. Mm. And um, the topic is about health. So he is a a GP, a doctor, and he talks about health and he interviews people on different areas of a healthy lifestyle, which I feel like is a good topic for. IELTS, Absolutely. Yes, definitely. So it, it's interesting. It's positive. You can make a nice change in your life and you can practice your listening skills as well. I like that one. Right. So many reasons to listen because you're right. <laughs> Health is a huge topic on IELTS, very likely to come up on speaking, writing, and also in your reading and listening passages. So you need to be familiar with this vocabulary, but also you're going to get all this great advice for keeping yourself healthy and having a good mindset as you spend so much time preparing for an exam, which can be one of the times that makes it a little more difficult to keep your motivation up to to prioritize your own health, right? It's mm-hmm. still so important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We're probably going to sign up, but let us know, let your list, let our listeners know, where can they find your podcast? Remind us what it's called. If you guys aren't listening, aren't following, Michael's podcast would be fantastic as you're preparing for IELTS and as you're improving your English. So let us know how we can find you online. Yes, thank you. So again, the podcast is the Level Up English podcast. You can search for that on any podcast app like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm also on Instagram and you can find me on YouTube. If you want all the links to that, my website is levelupenglish, 
dot school. Okay. You'll find it all there. All right. Awesome. Levelupenglish.school. Thank you so much for joining us, Michael, and giving us this fantastic advice. Don't forget accents, guys. Don't forget to be listening to lots of different accents in English so you're ready on test day. And on the speaking exam, I love that you brought this up, Michael. Don't worry about your accent. Your accent is beautiful. Just be sure mm -hmm. to speak clearly, enunciate, and you're going to get those speaking scores you need. Awesome. Thanks again for joining us today. We'll see you very soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. <laughs>